Hello, my name is Chris, and in this session, we'll talk about the clerk of the courts are not your friends. But we're not talking about any specific clerk, and we're not going to just make a, a statement that all clerks are bad, but we're going to look at the office of the clerk as a body under the code 18 USC 2076. Now, this is a special video being brought to you by sort of like a semi-collaboration. The gentleman over at Child Support is Fraud, I have their information here, they brought up this strategy called How to Use This Strategy to Get Away from Child Support. And that's the case law, uh, the, the code 2076. Now, what code 2076 says is that the clerk of a district court of the United States any of them who willfully refuses to accept or pass on your documents to the law may be imprisoned by more than one year or they pay a fine. Now, it's the statute says that it's district court, but I will assure you it covers all clerks. The reason for that, the constitutional law that says the governing principle of our democracy is that all officers of the government, the highest from the lowest, are creatures of the law and are bound to obey it. And no man, woman, in this country is so high that he is above the law. And that case law is Butts versus Economo and United States versus Lee. So, we said in order to remember these case law, the phrase, the butt stops here, Mr. Lee, and we just asked to give us a copyright, not on the case law itself, but how to remember it. So they introduced this case to section, let's call it 276, over the, the gentleman over at the Child Support is Fraud. It works. This strategy works. And here, we're going to enhance it a little bit and show how to improve on that strategy. I've done this in a past video, for example, Harrison County, Ohio, that the clerks in the child support agency, they're being paid one third by the county and two thirds by the child support enforcement. Yes, they have two masters that are paying them. Unfortunately, or fortunately for them, the Title IV agency is paying them more money. Now, I have a case law, a video called Judges, police, and clerks will lie to you. This is one of their lies they'll tell you, that they're not being paid by the child support agency. So why do they do this and why do I point this out? It's because the goal of the clerk's office is to block you from the courts. Yes, this is my opinion. It blocks you from the court, and you have to understand how to defend your rights. We have a video call, Defend Your Rights. So, in my opinion, you have to watch out for the clerk because they are considered wolves in sheep clothing. Hello, my name is Chris, and in this session, we're going to introduce a strategy that was brought forward uh, on Instagram and on the platform by the gentleman over at Child Support is Fraud called Section 2076. In this a special collaboration, semi-collaboration video, I'm going to improve on their strategy. But make no mistake, this strategy does work. You can hear us on uh, your podcast, such as Apple, or your favorite podcast, uh, 
as well as we're asking for a donation to help us improve our research, improve what we are bringing to you in terms of strategies for defeating the child support. And as always, if you have any question or comment, please feel free to send us an email or uh, you can reach us on our YouTube channel. So let's start off with this. I've said this in the past that the the statute 45 CFR 264.30, and it states that all men are enrolled within the Channel 4D program. And as a result of that, I did a video called Your Right to Access to Court. Being that you are enrolled in the court, you have a right to challenge the Title 4D agency in the court. Now, access to the court is your right. It's your fundamental protected constitutional right. And that case law is Ryland versus Shapiro out of the Fifth Circuit. Also, the Sixth Amendment says that you have a right to attend your own trial. And that is absolute. In other words, it's fully protected in the Sixth Amendment. And the case law where that was reviewed is Illinois versus Allen. Now, it says, even if you are unruly, that means if you challenge the judge and the judge turns and says, well, you are disrupting the court, you have a Sixth Amendment right to challenge that judge. So don't let them bully you around. So, and part of that is this, you need to have access to court orders, petitions, motions, warrants, and affidavits. And who has those paperwork? The clerk of the court. Yes, They are the ones that are the custodian of records, and they have your paperwork. I said in 2021, goals that you should set is to get access to all of your records. If you don't have them, contact the courts and find out how you can get all your records. So let's enhance the strategy put forward by the gentleman over um, a child support made fraud. And here it goes. 18 USC 271. You're going to add to the 276, you're going to add 2071. And it reads that the clerks are bound by this. They cannot remove, mutilate any records. They can't prevent you from putting your files into the court. They will be imprisoned under this section for up to three years. Further, they can also be fined $9,000 and 12 years in prison if they mutilate or destroy your records. And that case law is called Biffle versus Morton Rubber, 1990 out of Texas. What it says, Biffle says, if you deliver your document to the court, it's deemed as filed. If the clerk decides to turn around and send it back to you, it makes no difference. It is considered file. Why? Because you have a Sixth Amendment right to access your court. This is how we're going to enhance the strategies that was put forward. Also, you're going to add 28 Code Section 1654 to your strategy. 
and it reads, In all courts in the United States, parties may plead, conduct their own case personally or by counsel, by the rules of the court respectfully, and are permitted to manage and conduct their causes therein. What does that mean? When you go to the clerk and you ask them for your documents, as well as you need to file paperwork, they usually block you and say they're not there to give you legal advice. This is not legal advice. This is the responsibility of the clerk to tell you how to challenge any issue in court, including Title IV-D. So this is another code you put on that strategy. So because now that you've added these codes to the strategy, you now can use another instrument as opposed to an affidavit. You could use what is called a judicial notice. Yes, a judicial notice uh, because you've added more, more, you know, more to the process. Well, I'm not going to get into a judicial notice today because I've already done that. And if you want to check out what a judicial notice is, you can go to our masterclass website, which is childsupport.newzendler.com. That is childsupport.newzendler.com, where we explain what a judicial notice is. Now, why does this strategy work? Why we here at Child Support Made Simple is saying that the gentleman over at Child Support Fraud is correct. It's this case law. It's called Standard Fire versus Lacote, 1979. And it reads, The court has held that the clerk is subject to a writ of mandamus for the refusal of transmitting your document or passing it on to the court or the judge. Again, it is ruled by the courts. Justice Johnson in the appeal court in Texas says, if a clerk does this to you, you have the right to file what is called a writ of mandamus against the judge. Because why? You have a substantive due process law to access to court and they cannot prevent you. As it reads here, it says you have substantive right and that right may not be stopped by a clerk. Not just a district clerk, but any clerk of the court. As we said, we are here to enhance the strategy, right? And we're going to say further. Now, Rick W., which is another gentleman who's also helping men to, to be child support, talks more about the writ of mandamus. We here on our channel, we really haven't covered writ of mandamus. So uh, you want to check him out regarding writ of mandamus? Uh, maybe we'll do that at a later time. But why does this strategy work and why is it important? Because this decision is out of the Fifth Circuit. As you know, our court system has what is called circuits, which are one level below the Supreme Court. This strategy works in Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. So if those clerks lie to you by saying this strategy doesn't work, well, it does. Here's the issue. Because it was a circuit court decision, ignorance of the law is not a defense, and ignorance cannot stop, is not a defense for not carrying out the law. So whether you're judges or attorneys or a clerk, if you do not know that 18.2076 and 18.2071 affects the clerk, and you're saying that these are... Well, you know, you're giving legal advice. The answer is no. That's what makes the strategy works. So let's think of it this way. 
Many of you may say right now, well, I tried this and it didn't work. Well, I play baseball. So I might turn the bat and the coach says, grab a bat, go out there and meet the pitcher. And I go out on the field and I strike out. Do I then turn back to the coach and say, coach, you gave me a faulty bat and you know, I lost. No, I swung and I miss. What does that mean? I could try this again. If this situation happened to you, you can try this again. Now, what's great about this is that you have the right to defend your right on this particular strategy. Howlett versus Rose. You don't need to exhaust administrative remedy. If a clerk blocks you from the court and you have a legitimate reason for blocking it, you can bring charges against them. Not only can you file a 1983 case, but you can also have them imprisoned for up to nine years. Also, people have often said this, well, you need to file in state court, uh, you know, ignore federal court if you were to take this on. Well, in the case law, Monroe versus Pape, P-A-P-E, it says that if a party starts in state court, you can move it to federal court and you do not have to exhaust your administrative remedies. This is another lie that these clerks tell you. Well, you have to exhaust your administrative remedy. That is not true either. So here's the case law, Keith Haywood versus Curtis Downs. This is Justice Stephen from, United, from, Supreme, from uh, the Supreme Court. He says, in, as the unanimous decision, the federal system of government that state as well as federal courts have jurisdiction over suits brought by 42 U.S.C. 1983, and the state courts cannot shut their doors to those federal claims. So for everyone out there, please, again, you can start a 1983 action in a state court or a federal court. And no matter which court you start in, you can move it to either court because what it's called, what? Concurrent jurisdiction. And this is a great time to talk about the color of law because these clerks are operating under a color of law. This is a good time to serve them a color of law document for what they're doing to you. We did uh, produce a video called How to Sue Judges, Commissioners, Magistrates, and Now Clerks. So this strategy, like I said, uh, other gentlemen who are helping you to, to defeat child support, this is the strategies against the clerk. Now, many of you, um, it's a difficulty in defeating both the judge and now you're being asked to use a strategy to, to defeat the clerks. Well, the answer I have is this, okay? Many of us have certain strength, but unfortunately, this is how our laws work. And Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin said this in many writings, that if you give up essential liberty in order to obtain a temporary safety, then you don't deserve liberty at all. And from time to time, it's the people who remind the government, who remind the clerks, who actually is in control. So, for those of you who have tried this strategy and it didn't work, well, be a baseball player. Go back out there and, and bat again. Now, when you put forward this strategy, the 
clerks and the judge is going to try to defeat you with his call motion to dismiss 12b6 and as we said we're going to do produce a video on this when our subscribership has increased yes this is a shameless plug again we're asking to increase our subscribership so we can bring this information in this video we we did a sort of a semi collaboration with the gentleman over at child support is fraud where they have a strategy called the 207 strategy and here in this video we show how you can strengthen that strategy to win your case and thank you for listening and good luck.